All right, everybody. So we're going to be here today on the Foul Ball Podcast to talk about the story of success that Elon has had so far this season. Because I know yesterday at the beginning of our pregame coverage, we had alluded to the fact that they had such a sorry success. And so we wanted to essentially reiterate that and explain why this season has been not just a story, but like a really a fairy tale because we got a lot of information before the game yesterday just about everything they've done so far. And it really helps allude to that notion and that fact that this success that they have been obtaining so far can't go unnoted. It has to be talked about and it has to be spread to everybody that Elon's a team to look for right now, especially within their conference, their division, and within North Carolina in general, too. So without further ado, let's just hop right into it. I mean, we kind of have to. We want to. It's going to be exciting to talk about um, as we talk about it right now and as we go into the next two weeks. Because in two weeks, the regular season is going to be wrapping up, which is actually crazy to say. And it's really wild to think that next week is their last home game. The week after that is our last regular season game on the road. And so these are going to be a pivotal two weeks. And we are getting off of another pivotal week, as with the game yesterday, against the University of Delaware. Because I'll admit, it was going to be a tough battle. We thought going into it that it was a battle that we weren't going to win. But in the end, we came out on top 27-7. So let's get into it. So just to reiterate right now, before we start talking about everything... This information I obtained before the game yesterday. So this was alluding to the weeks prior, prior the game yesterday. All right. So they spent four weeks as a ranked team. Elon, I have the University of Delaware, okay? So before that, they spent the previous four weeks as a ranked team. And unfortunately, they were in the top 25. They spent four weeks at within the top 25. And unfortunately, just due to the loss the previous Saturday up in New England, they just had the short end of the stick, the two losses that they had prior, prior to yesterday. And so they got bumped out immediately. So at the moment, Elon was ranked... Elon against ranked teams was two and two, and obviously now that's three and two against ranked teams. Thankfully, after defeating William and Mary and Richmond back to back, right? So there was a game on the road against William and Mary that they won. I believe the score to that one was thirty-five to thirty-one, and then they also beat Richmond at home. Uh, we reported on that a few weeks ago, and they were able to have a good win at home. I, that was another close score as well, and so. Um, what stinks, right? And I know we just mentioned that, but they unfortunately also had two losses when they lost to Rhode Island and New Hampshire. And so what was interesting going into the game yesterday was that Delaware held a three to one advantage, right? Delaware was able to have three wins, uh, one loss against Elon, uh, one of the records being one on one in Elon. So you know, it's one of those things where 
the matchup between Delaware and Elon was extremely close to begin with, which is interesting considering the fact that the point that we were talking, like they already had such a great record, right? So, you know, their, their record was six and one, ours was five and three, and ours is moving to six and three, which is awesome. And so, what's needed to be said now? So, going into yesterday's game, an Elon win would, would be the team's fifth consecutive home win. Currently, this so far this season, they are a perfect 4-0 at home. Now 5-0, okay? So, not only are they currently 5-0 at home after yesterday's game, but they are also lo looking at a sixth consecutive home win. So, <laughs> Again, great addition to the story right there. So, it would it is now the team's second consecutive win over Delaware. They are now officially guaranteed a regular season record above 500 for the second season in a row. They are now officially guaranteed a 500 conference record for the second straight, straight season. And it is officially now the team's third win over a ranked opponent in 2022. So there were a few game, few games where they have had great defensive performance. And now yesterday's game proved that to be true yet again for another moment, which was definitely very much needed. And so now going again going into yesterday's game elon had recovered 10 fumbles in eight games to start off the 22 season tied for the most in all of the fcs kai kicker skylar davis needed nine points to become elon's all-time scoring leader he had 308 trailing only to only another kicker who had 360 points from 2006 to 2009. And actually, as we alluded to in our post-game coverage yesterday evening, that he not only surpassed the, the total points earned, but he also has obtained the longest kick in school history. So he beat the point record. He beat his own record, which was the longest kick in Elon history. So continuing forward in the storied successful season that Elon is having currently. Like I said, on September 9th, they had a ranking since September 19th. Unfortunately, lost that after peaking. So they peaked at number 14 out of 25. Wink, wink, giggle, That That's pretty impressive. Number 14 in the stats perform media poll. If you're curious about who was kind of taking care of that side of things, they were number 14 in the stats perform media poll. To go further on top of that, Elon's number 14 ranking was the highest for the program since being number 12 late in the 2018 season. Elon now has 14 wins over ranked opponents in the past seven years. Delaware is the fifth ranked opponent. Elon has faced this year. So Delaware is now the fifth ranked opponent that Elon has faced this year. The Phoenix, the Elon University Phoenix is now 
three and two this year in those games. Moving forward, defense. Often, as we all know, offense wins games, defense wins championships, and that's what we're hopefully looking for this season. As we mention all of this incredible stuff that is going on thus far. The second half defensive stats have been extremely eye-popping, considering the fact that Elon is only allowing an average of 145.1 yards of offense in the final 30 minutes of a game. Four times this season, opponents have garnered less than 120 yards of offense in the second half. These totals came in wins over Wofford, 75 yards allowed. Gardner-Webb, 72 yards allowed. And William and Mary, 117 yards allowed. And Towson, 109 yards allowed. The Phoenix defense has allowed just 14 second-half touchdowns in the 17 games it has played against FCS opponents in 21 and 22. 2021 and 2022. So let's change things up a little bit. Let's talk about the quarterback, Matthew McKay. After eight weeks, McKay currently ranks as the second in the CAA and ninth nationally in total offense with uh, 290.4 yards. He also ranks among the top 20 in the FCS in yards per completion, 15.3 yards, by the way. Yards per pass attempt, 9.1 yards. Passing yards, 1,998 yards. Passing touchdown, which was 16 touchdowns. Passing efficiency, 156.9. And points responsible for per game, which is 15.2. So, quarterback Matthew McKay is making his presence known on a team. And it's it definitely has its advantages. So, thank goodness he transferred to Elon because we probably would not be the same team without him. At least for right now, anyway. So, the 22 campaign is the first time Elon has run for at least 120 yards in each of the first five games since doing so in five straight to, the, to open up the 2018 season. The 2017 team rushed for 120 plus yards in second, seven consecutive games to start the year. So that'd be nice if we could re reiterate that 2017 season to get a lot more yards gained on the field. So Winning in the trenches, I like the topic of this discussion because Elon is 5-0 to continue the rushing game, by the way. Elon is 5-0 in rushing for at least 200 yards in a game under our head coach, the current head coach, by the way. We'll talk about more about him in a minute, but we're just adding to the facts. They are also 6-0 when holding opponents to fewer than 100 rushing yards per game. As the team did a few weeks ago against Towson, Elon also reached both milestones against Gardner-Webb when they rushed for 205 yards and held the running Bulldogs, Gardner-Webb, uh, several weeks back to just 43 yards on the ground. The Phoenix also followed that with 240 yards rushing in the win over number 14, William and Mary, when we were facing them on the road. Skylar Davis, I mean, I know that's a name that has come up time and time again between this current show and the post-game coverage that we had last night but he's the kicker so Skylar Davis has 
In fact, not only broken records, as we <laughs> talked about numerous times, but he has also been one of the most consistent and reliable kickers in the FCS football division since starting his career at Elon in 2018. And currently, he is still a candidate for um, for an All-American status in 2022. That says something. Circle that, highlight that, remember that. He's being considered to be an All-American. There have been 13 field goals made of at least 51 yards in the FCS this year, of which Davis has three of them. Now, it's even more because of the game yesterday. He is the only kicker in the country to have more than two field goals of at least <laughs> of at least 51 yards. And if I know I'm not a football player by any means, so when it comes to kicking something, I can't kick for the life of me because it's only going to go a foot. Never mind a yard, never mind 10 yards, 51 yards at least. And I believe yesterday the one he kicked to beat his own record was 54 yards. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you. Hearing it straight from me that this is going to, is, it's all adding up to something, which we'll hint at in here in a minute. Because we want to talk about a few more things before we wrap this up. Another name to talk about that we've also talked about previously has been Bryson Daughtry. So much like the season trend, Daughtry's 22 game by trends, game like game by gate trends, rather. Uh, the line went up, up, up over the last five weeks. In week one, he had 40 receiving yards, which increased dramatically because by the time they went over and played Richmond, he went over 100 with 134 yards in week five against Richmond. Um, with 661 receiving yards in 2022, Daughtry already has his own season high, beating his season high that he had in 2021 with 512 yards. Let's move on to Marcus Hillman now. The senior has been named the CAA Football Defensive Player of the Week following the 35-31 and 31 lead win over the number 14, William & Mary. Hillman has eight tackles, 2.0 for losses, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery as Elon rallied from 18 down to get that win. And last but not least, last little tidbit of information before we wrap things up here on the Foul Ball Podcast is the fact that Elon has won the time of possession battle in six out of their eight games this fall. The Phoenix had it for 34 minutes, 29 seconds against Vanderbilt, 34, uh, 32 minutes rather, and 49 seconds again at Wofford and 35 minutes and 34 seconds against Gardner-Webb. Elon then controlled the ball for 33 minutes, 31 seconds against William & Mary before literally keeping the ball the whole game by the whole game meeting. 37 minutes and 38, 30, yeah, 37 minutes, 38 seconds against Towson. Most recently, a couple weeks ago, Elon had the ball for 31 minutes and 50 seconds against Rhode Island. So, a lot of information, a lot of great information. What the heck am I trying to tell you other than the fact that they are having a successful story and having a successful season? Well, it's just that. It is just that. 
they're having success on the field they're having a lot of fun afterwards on the field it this is almost a fairy tale really and you know small private school in elon north carolina honestly before i went to the college i went to i didn't really hear about elon university i didn't even initially hear about the college i went to so considering the fact that they're creating this roadmap roadmap from themselves and they're creating it in a way that is really fun to watch there's a lot to expect in the next few weeks in the regular season don't get me wrong they basically need to win win out the season so they need to win the next two weeks in order to really make something happen in the playoffs and we're really hopeful for it so it's going to be fun essentially that's what i'm trying to say and i'll, I'll end it there all right so this is the foul ball podcast and we're all going out